everybody. I'm Steve Huffman. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at the church and welcome to the Team Vineyard podcast where we help you love Jesus, grow together and give back. And for today's podcast, I have the absolute privilege to have someone sitting to my left that I've known. How long have we known one another? I mean, at least six months. Six months. <laughs> So for the last six months, I have gotten to know uh, Terry Norwood. And Terry uh, uh, visited the vineyard, ended up in a Membership Essentials class. We sat beside one another at Membership Essentials, if I remember correctly. It was at some class. Yeah, maybe Membership. We're a newcomers. There's been several classes. Yeah. And I got to learn a little about your family. You mm -hmm. have, how many kids do you have? Four children. Four children. And they're great kids. Mm -hmm. No joke. I love them. <laughs> um, so do I. And we've gotten to know one another uh, fairly well. And uh, you had a unique, what I would say, unique journey. Uh, as I've gotten to hear your story, especially through this series, we, we've been in this series uh, called Hope. And uh, you even shared a little bit of a God story. Uh, and so I thought it would be a good idea to navigate, maybe not in detail, the, all the ins and outs of the story, but some of your journey and how in that journey you maintained hope. And so I want to start with a thanks for, thanks for coming by to do the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if we could start with like, share a little bit of your, share a little bit of your journey. Okay. Well, it was interesting when the Hope Series started because my girlfriend and I had just met and she actually gave me a bracelet and the word on the bracelet was hope oh. because that has been a challenge for me um, in my journey to maintain hope and to find hope. And um, so I felt like that was a very timely message for me. And um, also it confirmed some things that God had been stirring in my heart, which was to go back through many of my journals yeah. and to just pull out different facts and different amazing things that he has done that I often forget. So um, that is what he has been challenging me to do for months and it keeps coming up in my face. So then when I saw the opportunity to share a hope story, I sort of had to obey in that way. <laughs> yeah, can you give me a couple of nuggets in that hope story that you shared? Like what, uh, what do you wanna share with Team Vineyard, like in your journey in that hope story? Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things um, from the hope story is that there's not a hardcore beginning and hardcore end. Oh. So for me, um, it's finding hope in the midst of everything. Like there hasn't been a lot of bows and things wrapped up that a lot of, um, I would think in my ideal mind would be the perfect hope story. <laughs> right. So um, that is where, I mean, there have been many, many times where I have been blown away by God's um, just provision. Yeah. And I can testify, and that's one reason why I'm challenged to go back through my journals. Just look at what he has done. And he has, you know, gift cards in the mail and, you know, notes from people. And just the way he has provided for the children and I yeah. um, has been amazing. But there isn't like, oh, and then, you know, they lived happily ever after ending. So, yeah. So in your, in your journey, has it been the perfect, and you don't have to 
share details, but has, has it been the perfect storybook uh, journey of faith and life and relationships and jobs? Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I say that because it's been, um, there's been so much transition. Yeah. And so in the transition is where I feel like um, there's a lot of challenge and it takes a lot of trust. And trust was one of the things that's part of my story that um, I was really struggling with in the last, I don't know, four or five years. Yeah. So um, it's been a building of trust to just navigate the ups and downs and... Yeah, it, it, here's what I found, here's what I find. I've only known you six months, mm -hmm. but what I have found unique about you and your family, and, and I know a little bit of your story and some of the detail, is you still have a positive outlook, you're still leaning forward into Jesus, and your kids, what cracks me up about your kids, uh, first of all, is every weekend, mm -hmm. they've chopped up part of the uh, atrium because you like connecting with people. I do, I love connecting. Yeah, you're a connector mm -hmm. and your kids, each time I run into them, ask me, or I ask them, what stage are you in the departure uh, uh, journey? And they can tell me, oh, we're in stage two, which is like halfway out of the auditorium because yeah. they know that you're, but what I, what I love about your family is you, you all, I think, simply love Jesus, which is, I uh, adore that about your kids. And in the journey that you've had, which has not been perfect, you've talked about hope in the gap of and trust. How did you do that? What are some practical things that mm -hmm. you, in the middle of rough spells of life, mm -hmm. did not derail your hope? Mm -hmm. Your kids still like Jesus. Your kids, your kids genuinely like you. Sometimes. So, <laughs> Not all the time. Right. So, right. so share that journey. What did you do right? right? What did you do mm. wrong? Right. Well, um, yeah, so my kids' ages are yeah. 16, 13, 11, and 9, yeah. I believe. I'm not really good with numbers, but <laughs> approximately in that. And um, yeah, I've done a lot of things wrong. Um, but one thing I feel that I have done right is I have tried to be real with them. Um, I've tried, I guess, I've always had a real relationship with God, right? Yeah. So um, in the midst of crisis, the pouring my heart out to him, screaming, yelling, why God thing wasn't like a new thing for me because we've always had that relationship where I just lay it all out there for him. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for my kids sometimes i lay it all out there for them too you know yeah. so they've seen me struggle a lot and they've seen me cry and scream and they've seen me in my ugly moments and my good moments and and I, I guess probably when they were little somebody asked them like oh they asked him a question and one of my children was like this is what mom always says oh jesus help me <laughs> and i think that's, that's what i do prayer. i mean that's what in the midst of you know when you're parenting four kids there's not time always to get down on your knees. Sometimes there is, but in the midst of life, just to be like, okay, Jesus, I'm depending on you. Jesus, help me right now in this moment. Yeah. And so I, I hope that they know that he is with them, with me in our everyday, that he's not over here in some church box or some school box or a different category, but he is our intimate friend with us, is what I hope yeah. for them. You know, and they're their own individuals. 
So their relationship with God looks different than mine too. So I want to, and one of my goals is to give them freedom to explore who he is to them and how they choose to relate to him. So if I were a fly on the wall mm -hmm. in your home during the week, <laughs> during the best parts, okay, okay. Uh, how do you practically share uh, just Jesus stuff in your house? Do you do devotions regularly? Do you pray together? Do you, what does that look like? Right. We, we haven't asked this question, but this is sort of a left this field is, question. Yeah, so it this is. is. Um, I guess I'm putting myself in my kids' perspective and what they have showed me yeah. and told me and shared with me. And um, for me, it is like one of the things that I feel like God has asked me to do is be generous with my home, with our home, with yeah. our space. Yep. And so um, we did that before I was divorced. and. Um, that's still very strong in my heart. And I didn't know what that would look like as a single mom with four kids and having yeah. people come in and out of our home. Yeah. And so um, I think one of the biggest impacts for the children to see Jesus is sharing their space yeah. and living out hospitality, like what it means to have people who don't have a place to stay, to come and stay, when they have to give up their room and their space and their quiet time or their peace you know, to little children or yeah. whatever it might be. And I guess they would probably say that that is one of the um, joys of following God. You know, that it doesn't have to be, oh, I am reading my Bible and praying every day and that makes me a follower of Jesus, which obviously those are great things, yeah, yeah. right? But that it is, um, God is not in that small box that we put him in sometimes and he works in the everyday of just step-by-step -step obedience yeah that's really good and then including them in that process i know um we've not had anybody stay at our home except for one person that was an emergency um that i have not went to the children and been like hey guys um how do you feel about this let's i mean this is what i've been praying about would you think about it pray about it and let me know your feelings and almost immediately, the children are always like, of course, of course, you know? I'm like, don't you guys wanna think about it a little longer? And they're like, no, we already know. Like, this is what we need to do. This is why God gives us anything he gives us. And so it's sort of a no brainer for them. I'm more the one that, you know, yeah. struggles through and takes life really seriously. That's really good. If you could, because your, your kids probably saw you as well as heard mm -hmm. some of uh, your journey as you experienced it. At some of your lowest points, and you don't have to go in detail what they mm -hmm. were, you maintained hope mm -hmm. throughout, and you touched on this a little bit, but can you go just maybe a little farther down this journey? How in the midst, if you were, if you were speaking to Team Vineyard, mm -hmm. uh, how do you, in the midst of really challenging circumstances, maintain hope? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I have amazing people in my life. And there were times that, and I think I shared this in the Hope Story, um, that pain can be blinding, right? Mm -hmm. And physical pain can be, and we have medication for that, right? right. And so that emotional, um, mental pain too can just be so blinding. So there would be times where I would just text my sister or a friend, or a phone call and just be a wreck and be like, hey, can you just tell me something that's true? Like, oh, that's I just need to know a piece of truth right now. And um, yeah, I have people 
who like to fix things and I have people who like to listen and I have people who are kind and empathetic and compassionate and then great wisdom, you know? And so I know that I could get derailed so easily if it were not for the community and people that give in so many ways. You That's know? really good. Yeah. You know, like that, that saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. <laughs> it like takes more than that to raise our family, <laughs> like to deal with our family. And so, but we have that, like God provides that because he knows that's what I need. And so yeah. that's what we all need. Right. Yeah. That's really good. So that would be probably, you know, in the darkest places you are alone though. I yep. am alone. Yep. And when nobody's answering their phones and, um, I'm having a crisis and a breakdown. I'm super thankful for his word that is yeah. in me, yeah. you know, that I have learned from a child and that has been in my head. And I'm always, you know, struggling, like, how do I get it from my head to my heart? Yeah. And God does that, yeah. you know, like, I don't have to do that. He is the one who does that. So in that moment, it's there, it's up in my head. And then in the crisis, it's real. It's in my heart. He's in my heart. He is the word, right? Jesus yep. is the word. And so he is closer than yep. the air. He is the breath. Yep. If, if one of your, that's really good. If, if one of your kids, because uh, they're really good kids. If one <laughs> of your kids was struggling mm -hmm. uh, in a hopeless mm -hmm. or uh, depleted hope situation, what are you telling them? What advice are you telling your kids? Oh dear, it's probably not age appropriate that I tell them. I have sometimes unrealistic expectations on them. Um, As we Because all they do. are my people, right? <laughs> right. And so I talk to them sometimes at a level that I'm just like, okay, you're not adults. I forget that. But I am, I'm just like, okay, you need to lean into Jesus, right? Yeah. Like you need to ask God, I don't know about your attitude. I don't know how to help you. I love you. I'm going to love you in it. Yep. But just take some time and go ask God for help because I clearly am not like the fixer of all things yeah. and no parent is. And so, um, you know, whether they take that advice or not, it's, it's on them and it's not for me to micromanage, yeah. but I want to strongly encourage them that they have that availability. He is there for them and yeah. he'll answer them. Yeah. It's, uh, you've brought up in the middle of that, you, you even brought up, uh, go ask God to mm -hmm. your to your kids, which is a beautiful, a beautiful. I'm firmly convinced prayer, and having that two way dialogue with God is so mm -hmm. powerful. And it's one of the reasons when I first got to know you, I just knew because I think even in our early discussions, we were talking about prayer and importance mm -hmm. of prayer. Can you talk about your prayer journey, just personally? And then it seems as though because I've been you, you and uh, your kids. And I and have been in some groups where we're praying for one another. Mm -hmm. It seems as though your kids sort of get that prayer importance as well. So tell me about your journey and sort of how you got your kids in the middle of that journey with not just tolerating prayer, but like. Yeah. Well, we're all in process, right? right. So we're still working on that and exploring all of what that looks like. Um, I mean, we do, we have some amazing times, I think. Um, one of the things that I love that we do, I mean, we have our read alouds at night, which is book time, whether that is a Christian book or a non-Christian book, just wanting to connect, right? Because yeah. those stories, so much of God is within those stories, even the way we pray, right? So um, God is, is really 
um, convicted me probably three years ago um, just about the Eucharist, oh. about um, communion, yeah. and uh, how it was a meal to Jesus, you know, the wine yeah. and the bread, that was yeah. a meal, and they did that whenever they ate. They had their wine and their bread, and yet we say our quick little, thank you, Jesus, for this food, bless to our bodies, you know, be with family and friends, amen. And so um, we try to have communion together as a family, yeah. and um, make it special, we light candles, um, Kids don't do real wine, but um, yeah, but it's fun. Some people who are listening were like, okay, what is she going to say about the wine? <laughs> right, right. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's him being in our everyday is so much of prayer for us, for yeah. me. Yep. And um, I know the kids, and we, I guess I'm real with them in that matter too, because one of the big issues for me and for my children is how do you even hear God's voice, right? Yep. Like, that's part of prayer. It's not just me, talk, talk, talk. It's, well, but I want to hear. Right. Especially when I tell them, go ask God. Right. Well, I don't hear from God. What is that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, just exploring the different ways that he speaks and yes. then trying to encourage them when I see that happening. Because um, I need that from other people, right? We're to encourage one another daily. And I need people to point out to me, like, wow, I think that was God. Or wasn't that the answer you were looking for? Yeah. And I don't even realize it sometimes. And so I try with my kids to point out, like, isn't that what you just prayed for? Or, wow, God really answered that prayer. Um, because everything good is from Him. Yeah. And so, so many times I overlook things that are from Him, that are gifts that I just take for granted. Yeah. You know, the availability to come here, to sit in a room, to have freedom to have my children at a school where they're safe. Like yeah. I could go on and on about the list of things. And I guess that's where um, maybe our strength in prayer is, is mm -hmm. a gratitude heart. Yeah. And that's definitely not natural for me because I'm more of a perfectionist and critical eye and can see all that's wrong. And so it's been a challenge, but yet a really good thing to recognize all the gifts yeah. that we have. Yeah, that's good. So I, I've, uh, I've written down a couple of things and I'm gonna ask you at the end a specific question. Uh, community was important mm -hmm. to you. Yes. Uh, one of the comments that I, I wrote down and underlined, uh, pain can be blinding and yeah. community was around you to help give you a truth. That's super good yeah. uh, prayer mm -hmm. for you and your kids. Yeah. That's. Uh, I've seen that in you. I've heard it and from your kids and it's mm -hmm. it's great. Uh, and then this involvement with your kids, the kids are not separate. Mm -hmm. They they seem to be involved mm -hmm. all the way from the, the pits, mm -hmm. all the way to, you know, when things are going well. Right. And so those are key areas that I heard. If someone at Team Vineyard were to ask you, um, how do you or how should they maintain consistent hope because hmm. sometimes it's easy to hear a message or hear somebody talk and they're like okay I can get out of this out of right. this valley but how do how do you what would you say to someone that, that was struggling with consistent hope where it felt like a roller coaster wow I guess what you just said of get out of the valley yeah um is not something that I would recommend mm. that's something that I've had to learn is that sometimes I I don't get out of the valley yeah. and that's okay yeah. Like, 
sometimes we're in the valley for a while and there's a lot to be learned in the valley. It doesn't mean yeah. God has left us, yeah. right? Because he's yeah. with us in the valley. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe you're using a different metaphor or a different... No, I love that. But I think that, especially me being a perfectionist, I had this idea in my head about how long and what did it look like for me to deal with this issue and to what I don't know recover from trauma or whatever it is yeah. and so I was ready to go through all the steps check them off and move on right. and I don't think that that's really how God works <laughs> I yeah. think that he works and that he accepts us where we're at yeah. and so when we learn to see him in the midst then the valley doesn't become such a valley. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult, it's, yeah. it can be horrible, it can be painful, but he's there, right? He's in the midst of the pain. And I'm a very black and white thinker, and so I have erred on the side of not being able to reconcile, like, well, if God is there, then why is this so painful, right? Because yeah. God is all good. And so there was a lot of deconstructing certain ideals in my head to reality of, oh, wow, God can be with me in the valley and in the pain. And it's, uh, that's scriptural. Mm -hmm. Like we love to read mm -hmm. and experience those mountaintop experiences, right? Everybody right. wants to be in those great, yeah. like uh, Psalm 23, five, he prepares a table before us in the, the presence, presence of our enemies. Yeah. In the valley of the shadow of death, mm -hmm. he is there preparing something for us that we've got to learn. So that's, that's, Outstanding. Yeah. And it's very countercultural, right? It is. Because our culture presents such beautiful pictures of mountaintops. Right. And quick, easy access to them. Yeah. And that's not reality. S someone recently, I forget where I heard it, someone said that sometimes as Christians, instead of pulling up the weeds mm -hmm. in our life, sometimes we just need to sit with the Lord in the weeds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And realize where we are and that the Lord's still with us. Right. So that was... Yeah. yeah, that's that's good wisdom. Well, you know, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time today to sit down and I really think help us to understand that over a life that isn't always perfect, it's there's some things that we can learn to maintain hope through the ups and the downs and the valleys and some things that we can do with our families to be helpful. Any other things that you would... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I told you I had a list, yeah. right? Are we li uh, missing anything yeah. else? Um, the one thing I have to say... Yeah, say um, ...is this, the concept of forgiveness, right? Oh. That has been huge. And that has been a daily, daily thing that um, I think our valleys usually include other people. And it's... They include pain and hurt and whatever the source of that is, if you leave out, if I leave out forgiveness, yeah. there is just an open door to ugliness entering. And those are some of the mistakes I've made. Is it's just, like an open door is, is the picture that you've painted there. Yes. That you so holding show. on to that yeah. is, not, is holding me back and holding on to those rights that I have to not forgive and to hold this. And so... I just, that was one thing I wrote down amongst the many oh, yeah. others that I just no, have to throw out there because it's very important. That is super important. And because I still struggle with it daily. <laughs> right. You know, like it's yeah. an everyday I, thing. I think and, all of us do. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. And the picture that you painted there is, is incredibly helpful. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for uh, sharing your wisdom.
to Team Vineyard. Team Vineyard, thanks for tuning in. Uh, super appreciative for all of you. And hopefully this podcast is helping us all love Jesus more, grow together, and give back. Thanks for tuning in and hope to see you this weekend.